Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Arkham Files, an actual play Call of Cthulhu RPG podcast, featuring Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. Hey, Billy, let's run out in the forest together. That worked out for me really well last time. Abel Morrison as Detective Billy McConnell. You've seen what we've seen, that dead light, the butthole monster. Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Can't Stand Your Bits. What in the world? Where did you find that? Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard. We did establish there's no flamethrower, which is a crying shame. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. As soon as the going gets tough, the Tallahassee gets going. And I am your game master, the keeper of arcane lore, Alex Morrison. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll. All right, so uh, Bakersfield handed me those papers, so I'm going to open it up. Let's take a look at these papers, fellas. So you guys are going to try and dig through them right here, or? Well, yeah, Percival, do you have a, do you have a more, uh, do you have a car that's a little bit more agile than our honking box truck? Um, yes, I do have a, I, I have a, a vehicle, a sedan. It is parked over by Denny's. So I'm thinking maybe a couple of us. Or maybe we all go. Let's all go back to Denny's. Why don't Let's we get the go to our rooms? Well, I was saying let's head towards the farm, whilst we read these papers. Yeah, we don't need a sedan for that. Okay, everybody cram in the front of the truck so we can all look at them together. <laughs> <laughs> um, from the looks at this stuff, uh, yeah, there's a there, you got a lot of fragments in here. There's a lot of so it's gonna take. It's going to take some time to sort through this and hopefully get anything kind of really uh, uh, meaningful out of everything that you're finding here. Oh, yeah, there's more papers than I realized. 
maybe we should just let's just go back to the room. So yeah, you can either kind of go, you can work on kind of searching through them in the truck. Uh, it's gonna take some library use rolls. There you go, guys. You researchers, now is your time to shine. Now it's my time. Billy, give me the. All right. Give me the. Give me the pages. I got. I've got a decent library. Use your bum. Yeah, but you gotta drive. So Billy drives. Simmy, you sit in the back. You guys actually do have some fairly good researchers here. Some good library use guys. Yeah, I got sixty-five. Yeah. So I mean, this would take quite a while to dig through all this. Um, but with uh, all of you guys working together, and you guys that have you, you, you'll, you know, it's it's still probably going to take a few hours. Wait, who are, are I could uh, I could drive. Billy wants to look. I, yeah. I've got fifty on drive auto. All right. So Major will drive. I will sit up front with him. The five of you sitting back and go through the papers while we five. First of all, that four. I can't count. <laughs> uh, the four of you sitting back, and you go through the papers while we drive towards the Russell farm. Yeah, I definitely don't want to waste my lizard skin powers. Doing library use. Yeah, doing library research. I want to go pick a fight with someone. Let's go find that Ike Watson. I'll slap him around a little bit. Let's go towards the Russell farm. That's actually not a bad idea if we want to go intimidate him to get some information. Or just leave us alone so he doesn't like... Put, Put a dead, dead cat, cat in our car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Billy, give us the books. No, Billy's gonna sit in the back okay. with you guys. Here you go. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Major Bakersfield is take it. Yeah, on. Billy's actually one of your guys' better researchers Here you and go. investigators. You keep, All keep, right, Billy. You get it? All right. No. All right. Everybody, <laughs> get in the I truck. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> All right, get in the freaking truck. Let's go. Does uh, Percival have good library use? Uh, Percival is a, yeah, decent researcher also. Okay, let's put him in the back with those chumps, and okay. uh, me and Major will sit in the front. Okay. Yeah, and then we're going to head towards the Russell farm. All right, should we all start rolling our library use now then, Al? Uh, yeah. Well, like, uh, yeah, you guys can start rolling. Go for it. Roll your, um, and I guess, let's see, do you guys want to, I mean, do you want to roll them separately, or do you want to have one person roll with, like, two bonus die? Hmm. Uh, I'd go for that. Yeah. Who has the highest library? I got 70 on my library. Use. I got 60. 65. So it sounds like you, Sammy. Looks like you. you, sir. All right. Here's the bonus. Here, here's another bonus die. Do I need four? Bone eye die. Two bonus die. Bone oh, okay. Die. It's called bone eye die. Bone eye die. Bone die. Okay, so you guys start driving out. Uh, you got directions earlier on where this farm is. You you head on the uh, the west road heading out of town. That has a there's a few farms actually on the outskirts there. The uh, the Russell farm. She said if you follow it out there, uh, it's gonna lead west. You you head north and there's there's a the first farm you're gonna run into is actually the uh, the Kedridge farm. So if you go past that and keep going, you'll run into another one if you just keep following the road, and that's the Russell farm. So it's a little ways out there from what she described. You could be driving for anywhere from, 
you know, 30 minutes to an hour, probably closer to an hour from what it sounded like. So. All right. What'd you get, Simi? I got a, I got a zero and a one, and a 30 and a 50. So you rolled a one? Mm-hmm. And then a zero on this one. He got a one. I rolled a seven. Oh, or a seven, a zero, and a thirty then. And yeah, a okay, an so 07 your is, high roll was a seven. Yeah, that's an ex best roll. It's an extreme success though, more than an extreme, uh, which is pretty stinking good. Um, okay, so you got so over the amount of time you're taking, you're driving. Um. And you are on this road for a little while. It winds, it's just this dirt track. You're kind of winding through some trees. It opens up a bit to where now you're starting to get to more of the kind of cleared area where you can see probably where a lot of these farms are. More open pasture. Uh, you're driving for like 45 minutes at least before you see the first farm, um, which is uh, there's a, a long lane. It drives off towards the house. Uh, you don't see any. You don't see any livestock or anything as you're driving by. You're not sure quite exactly what they're farming here. Um, Death. <laughs> but again, it's it's kind of way down another uh, lane that leads down to the actual farmhouse and the the. Uh, barn and everything area. So, as you keep heading on this road, you're on it for another 30 to probably another 45 minutes as you're driving before you start seeing another, before you start seeing some more open pastures and, you know, some fenced off areas and, and see the lane that turns off to what looks like is going to be the Russell farm. And you do see they have a little sign on the fence leading on the lane that heads down towards the house that says Russell. Did you say the, basically we were in the car for like an hour and a half yeah. before we got there? Yeah. Okay. Whose stupid idea was this? So let's see, we got to the graveyard, what, a little after eight, then we were there for probably about an hour after investigating and going down in the uh, the dungeon. So it's probably like, I don't know, maybe 9.30 by the time we left uh, the graveyard. So it's about 11 o'clock. It's about 11. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Dr. Simeon and all of you guys really uh, working together with your exceptional role of a an extreme success. Uh, why don't you pull those papers out from in that? You are able to pull out uh, from the, the remnants of these books and all these papers. You're able to pull out a few loose papers that look especially useful. Uh, do any of you guys want to describe what you see here? Ugh. Or should I do you just leave a it to me? A mouth and the stomach with sharp teeth. And some a kind of No, it's so it's the it looks like the same body structure as a human, 
but there's like a face in the chest. The nipples are eyes. There's no head. So basically, it's the apophragite we saw in, we saw in those pictures. Yeah, it's the same creature you guys saw in those pictures, or at least the same type of creature you saw in those pictures. Thank you. But uh, in the autopsy, it's yeah, cut open. You do. That is what this appears to be, some sort of anatomy sketch from... Will Hen or uh, not, uh, Percival? Does this look familiar to you? Look at the fingers. Uh, Percival looks very alarmed when he's looking at this. He says, "This creature is very familiar, but it is not the same creature I have encountered in the past. I mean, it can't. It it, it cannot be from what you have told me. The creatures that I have seen were natural. This is something else, but." The events taking place do not make any sense. So this was created is what you're saying? That's what you guys said. You said it was created by Corbett. Hmm. These same type of creatures invaded this area years and years ago. They wreaked havoc. Many people were killed. But they were destroyed. And how this same type of creature has ended up back in this space again does not make any sense to me. Not in this uh, world that is defined by science and physics and laws of nature that are not violated by things like fate and destiny and magic. As if, it's, it is, as if these were always meant to be here and were always meant to destroy this place. Well, you best believe in, in ghost stories. Because <laughs> you in one. <laughs> um, so here as you see, is an anatomy sketch of the creature that looks as if it was sketched after they, they did an autopsy on one of them. Uh, the second loose paper you find that looks like it will be useful is this. There's only a small fragment of this piece, but those of you that have read those Eldritch tomes from the Corbett house and learned some of the spells and incantations and symbols within these symbols look familiar as you can see it's another sketch of a creature though it is just a fragment of the page that's left most of it's been burned away but it appears to be a sketch of, of the body of the creature with many of these symbols drawn in various spots on it. Can we roll uh, Cthulhu Mythos or Occult on those? Um, yes, I will give you the opportunity to do such once we go through these various fragments you found. The last loose fragment that you found is this one that looks useful and somewhat alarming. Aside from that, there is groups of papers. One of the books that is somewhat intact that you're able to uh, able to kind of dig through and look at looks as if it is um, a uh, the long-term book of research notes, summaries of Corbett's research over all of these years. So this last fragment across the top of it is what you can read says parthenogenesis rate projection it is a 
There are rows and columns drawn on it. They are labeled going across the top and the columns. It says week. There's a list of weeks. And then each column is subsequently titled alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon. And as the week goes down, the alpha is also numbered below that. One, two, three, four, along with the weeks. On the side, it says first generation matures at one point that it's pointing out to. Along the side, it's also written. Can you guys read that? Given adequate food, resources, growth rate quickly becomes exponential. And there's an equation below that. P equals P-O-R-E-R-T. Yes, those of you that have studied and Percival Warthrop recognizes that. That is a that is an equation for population growth. That's not good. So it's been what, 12 weeks or so since we threw Corbett in the slammer? Yeah. So here's what you guys are looking at as you are driving down this bumpy country road heading towards this farmhouse. You have these three papers. You can spend more time researching on each of these. Uh, this is anatomy sketch you can research into that to learn more about the anatomy of the creature. These, uh, this other sketch fragment that looks like it has some spell symbols drawn onto the creature, you can spend some time researching that to see what that might, might come of that. The last one, Parthenogenesis. Uh, do any of you guys know what that means off the top of your head? The Parthenon, the genesis of the Parthenon. Those of you that are uh, educated in, uh, in a science field, um, parthenogenesis, you know that parthenogenesis means a natural form of asexual reproduction in which growth and development of embryos occur without fertilization. So the monsters reproduce asexually at an exponential rate. So, it's a wonder this entire area is not completely overrun if these figures are correct. So, looking over this projection, these projection figures, if you put some time into figuring out these figures more, you might be able to find out just what you're looking at as far as how many creatures might be out there. Aside from that, in the last, in the rest of the kind of books, and there's one book in particular that is partially burned, but from reading around in the pages that are still intact, you also can kind of put together a general idea of the research that's been done over all of these years. And so... Um, this is just what you've been able to... This is, I mean, you guys are just digging through piles of loose, burned papers and, and fragments. And so over this time, this is what you've been able to dig out from there. You found all of these things. Putting a little bit more time in on this, you might be able to get some sort of discernible information. Um, but it's going to take some more time of just sitting here kind of reading through that book to really kind of dig out just the general idea of the research and more time put in on each of these individual things. 
Well, how about Billy and I stay in the back of the truck while you guys go check out the farm, and we'll keep um, rummaging through all these pages. How big was the cage in the crypt? Like, what were its dimensions? Uh, well, the room itself was about 40 feet square. So it was huge. And the cage took up a large portion of it. It had pretty high ceilings, too. Also, um, from looking at the claw marks on the wall, uh, and judging by the anatomy of this creature that it has hands like a human, uh, looking at the claw marks on the wall, if it has these claws at the end of its fingers, which is what you can see in these various pictures, the size of these hands would be pretty huge. Like, way beyond any normal human size. Like, if, if one of you were to put your hands up against the wall, it would be at least twice the size, maybe, and probably more of the span of your hand. Alright, should we go... Should we do what Simi said and go check out the farm while they continue to research? Yeah, I think that'd be a smart move. We'll take Ironhide with us. That's you. Uh, so I'm all in favor of staying together. I don't think it's a good idea to split up. Well, Tallahassee has a thousand hit points, so I can go alone. <laughs> if y'all want to stay I'm together. I'm fine with uh, getting out of the truck. Can I grab a shotgun? Um, as I'm climbing out. And, uh, obviously my Cole M1911. So the stuff that we figured out was just the trip there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, over the trip there that you, um, from that drive. You guys rolled really well, so you got all of those things. But if you really want to get, like, into the nitty-gritty details of what each of these things mean, you're, then you're going to have to spend some more time, um, reading through it. It's about 90 minutes back. Would that be enough yeah. to... Do another deep dive on the way home? Um, you could probably get through one of these things in that amount of time. Alright, frickin' Simmy, you stay in the car and just, you analyze. Done and done. Okay. Simmy, what do you want to focus on? Do you want to focus on the general notes, or in one of these things? I think you should focus on the anatomy so we can have a better idea of how to kill them if they come around. Yeah, the one with the symbols. I don't know. No, I might no, not that one. The anatomy. I one. might want to focus on how many of these things might be running around. Well, it's not going to matter that much how many there are if we don't know how to kill them. That's true. I'll study the anatomy with the the weird wiener. Of course, we might just fill them full of bullets, and that'll that'll do the trick. Um, so, who's all going to stay and and research? I think just Simi was. Because if multiple you got, if more of you, if more than one person stays in research, then you guys could possibly research more than one thing. All right, I'll stay. Uh, yeah. If you hear me say "ka ka," <laughs> then you better come running. All right. Uh, I am along for the ride here with you. What would you like me to do? Uh, should we do three and three, three in the truck and three in the house, just in case, like yeah, the truck gets attacked? Let's do that. What kind of skills does he have, Percy? Are you good at reading or fighting? Uh, I'm a bit of a, I would like to, I like to call myself a bit of a jack of all trades. Or a renaissance man, if you will. You're the type of guy that nobody wants to hire. 
I'm older than I look. I have acquired a few skills along the way. Tallahassee has iron skin. I'm terrible at research, as is the Major. It makes sense for the three of us to go to the farm. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Dom, you're with us. Percy, you stay in the truck. Okay. Yes, that, uh... I agree. Concur. That is, uh... I will stay and I will help research these. Which would you like me to look over? These general notes? Yeah, take over this the Parthenogenesis since you're familiar with uh, with those equations. You knew what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy, why don't you take over the anatomy so we know how to kill him? And I'll take over the symbols. Look at Dr. Simi taking charge. So <laughs> proud of you. Look at all your growth. Would the general notes, though, help solve what you're looking at? Because these are just pictures. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I think the parthenogenesis thing is not as important at this time. I think the notes... Like, somebody... Re- somebody... Sorry. Sorry, I ain't gotta get back in character. Uh... <laughs> somebody read the notes. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, the other two, you know, pour over these pictures. How is determining the number of giant man-eating monsters in the area not an important consideration. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm saying it's less important. Okay, so... Alright, so what do you want Percival to, to research then? Do you want him to research the general stuff? Alright, I'll Is start the general saying? notes. Okay, general notes, symbols, anatomy. No. Yeah. Okay, you guys general go ahead and go inside. We'll worry about this. Alright, bye Felicia. <laughs> Alright. Okay, general notes, symbols, anatomy. Okay, who's doing what? What do you want? Which one's Percy doing? Symbols or anatomy? What's his study skill? What's his um, anatomy skill? What? What? Can he, does he have a good biology or anything? Yeah, he does actually. All right, then you do the anatomy. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and then what are you doing, Billy? You're just doing the symbols. I guess I don't. I thought you who, said you're doing. Who, who has the best occult? I'm doing notes. I got thirty. Or I got sixty occult. Cthulhu mythos. Okay, I have no occult, so you take oh, okay. the symbols. All right. Okay, I guess I'll cool. take the notes. All right, that's just gonna be your library use. Yeah, that works good. Yeah, that that lines up actually with everybody's skills better. So. All right. All right. All right. Don't fail me now. Okay. Oh, oh, oh Peter. Yikes. Oh, it worked! It worked! I got a 54 out of 60! Oh, thank heavens. Uh, 68. What's my thing? Uh, 60. Fudge. Use some uh, luck, you spent some luck. Uh, semi-succeeded. Right. Or push your roll. Regular success. Alright, yeah, I, I'm gonna push a roll. <laughs> no, I'll use 8 luck. How much luck do you have? Do we want? Well, like, we can just spend more time looking over it. Like, do we need to spend... Shut up, Sam. Aren't you inside already? No metagaming, Sam. You're gonna go into 70. Yeah, shut up, Sam. Stupid. Is that what I got? You're at 81 luck. You have a lot of luck. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Alright. Yeah, he does. How did Percival roll? Uh, he did well. He rolled a 30. Yeah. Which is a success for his, uh... Percy. So, alright, this is... I mean, it's still gonna take some time, like, kind of digging through this and trying to, uh... Yeah, so while you guys are... Let's dive into the action here. With boys, the boys, boys, action. boys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Alright, so Tallahassee, Dom Drunkard, and Major Bakersfield. Uh, you guys, you, you pull up, you park outside of the of the farmhouse here. You guys all climb out. And once you guys get closer and you are pulling up, you are immediately aware that there seems to be some problems here. You pull up, you're at the, uh, the, the farmhouse and the outbuildings are around. Um, the farmhouse looks to be in a shambles. The front door is smashed in. And several of the windows are broken. And again, looking around, you don't notice any livestock anywhere. What do you do? I draw my Colt 45. Is there at any place anywhere on the farm where there is just a hat in the middle of a field? <laughs> We've been here for As if so, I don't pick it up. Yes. Um, All right, I'm going to roll a listen and see if I can hear anything anywhere on the farm. Same. Same. I failed. Again. I failed. 89. Uh, Dude, 80 is your I failed wow. as well. Um, 72. You don't hear anything. I'm going to roll spot hidden. Spot hidden, check out. See if there's anything out of ordinary that we can pee. Spot hidden. 31. I success. fail. I fail. Again. I have succeeded. 83. Okay, Tallahassee, you succeed? Yeah, I see everything. <laughs> okay. Um, are you approaching the farmhouse more? Or are you guys still just kind of standing out? Yeah, we're just walking up to the front. Okay. So is there like a barn or anything around? Like, what's the... Yeah, there's a barn out in the back, back behind the house, off to the, uh, um, uh, kind of off to your left a little ways. There's a barn. There's a, a smaller grain silo, um, like a, a small one. It looks like, it appears that this is a, like they were, they were more ranchers or they farmed, they had livestock and animals, not necessarily that they did a lot of, like, um, like grain or wheat or corn or anything here. Maybe a little bit, but it looks like the small grain silo is more for the animals. Okay, so we approach um, them. But yeah, the, the barn is off behind the house, kind of over to the left, and adjacent to an open pasture. Oh yes, Tallahassee Turner, with your uh, with your success on your spot hidden, as you guys are walking towards the farmhouse. Uh, yeah, you see the door smashed in. You see several, if not uh, most, all of the windows that you can see are broken in. You see holes um, through the front door and also in the outside walls of the house that look like bullet holes. And as you get closer um, along the frame of the door, you see large uniform gouges as if almost like claw marks from an outstretched hand. As the door hangs on its hinges, still attached to one as it hangs ajar. Either of you fellows got a good psychoanalysis. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? And I point all those things out to them. I do. Do they see them as well? 
yes. I, I see them now that you point them out. <laughs> um, yes. The, they, they see the same okay. thing that you see. Whew. Tallahassee. All right. Uh, everyone needs to be on their guard. Yeah, Stay pull out sharp. your weapons. I pull out my Keep weapons. Keep your weapons ready. Tallahassee. Lead the way. You and your super armor. You take point. Oh. I'll take point. <laughs> yeah, so I kick in the front door to walk in. Okay. Um, as you kick the rest of the door in and walk in, looking around, as you suspected from looking at the outside, the house is, the farmhouse is just in a shambles. It looks torn apart. Furniture's broken. Uh, there is a uh, an end table, like a chest, that is shattered just inside the door and askew up against the wall as if it had been placed up against the door. There's broken shelves everywhere. There's a couch that has been just shredded, ripped apart. And looking around, you see blood everywhere. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. splatters of it. How fresh does the blood look? It doesn't look fresh. It looks old. Days. Maybe a week. Maybe a couple weeks. It's hard to tell. Alright, either somebody was coming here for a reason or this is just a bunch of huge monsters escaped and just started wreaking havoc around. Yeah, you see more of those claw marks just all over. They're in the floor, on the walls. You see bullet holes in the walls everywhere. Is there any way to tell if the bullet holes, like the bullets were fired into the house or from inside the house to outside the house? You know what I mean? Um, no, there's not really any way for you to tell that. I'd like to call out and see if anybody's, like, hiding. You know, like... Yeah. Hannah or okay. someone. Yeah, so Tallahassee Turner, you call out into the farmhouse. It echoes in the walls and in the carnage, but you don't hear any response. Hello. This front room is a kind of a small sitting room, a receiving room, little living room. There's a fireplace. Like I said, most of the furniture is destroyed. Off to your right, which is also at the front of the house, there is a kitchen which is also similarly in disarray. Uh, flour is spread everywhere. It looks like sacks were torn open. 
Uh, lots of broken plates and glasses. Uh, the window's been smashed in there. There's another door that leads off um, from there into what looks like maybe a pantry. There's uh, another door that leads off from this main sitting room. So the kitchen was to your right. Um, but uh, that's in kind of the front um, front lengthwise, long ways of the house. <clears throat> and then there's it curves off in a corner and there's a room kind of forward and to the right from the sitting room and there are some stairs that are going up to the upstairs of the house. All right, let's just go room to room. I think keep your eyes peeled for any anything to go into the cellar or the or the attic. All right. We search room to room. I'm uh, making our way towards the stairs to go upstairs. Okay. Are you going to go? Are you going in this this room that's off to your ahead and to the right? There's a door. Yeah. Does the kitchen go in there as well, or is that? No, the okay. kitchen just goes off to your right and kind of runs along the front of the house. Um, and the back wall of the kitchen looks like it's the wall of this it's the wall of this other room. Okay. Um, yeah, let's go into the back room then. Yeah, and the kitchen has a sink over there, a stove, you know, with an oven. And then it looks like there's a pantry off um, on the other side of the house. And this room is right here. This door has also been knocked off the hinges. So you guys go in. You go in this room here. Yeah. Yeah. Or did you share another handout or a map or something? Or am I? No, I don't have a a, a map. Uh, so you walk in. You guys uh, push what's left of this door open. Uh, it, this is what looks like a bedroom, maybe the master bedroom. Uh, large bed. It's been shredded. There's blood all over the place. Uh, this door has been smashed open. The furniture's wrecked, claw marks. It looks similar to what you see in the rest of the house. Uh, I searched the room. Are you in a roll spot hidden, or are you just... Yeah. Yeah, roll, roll. Yeah, same. I failed. 18. Success. I succeeded. Okay. Uh, looking around, um, the room looks torn apart. It's shredded. There's a window here that looks like it goes to the... It's out the back of the house. Uh, looking at this window, it's broken. Uh, there are shreds of fabric around the broken glass in this window and blood all around it. Uh, there are shotgun shells on the ground near this window. Um, but aside from that, uh, there's nothing else that really... Uh... Is there any broken glass on the floor just below the window? Yes, there is. All right, let's go upstairs. Look for an attic and stuff. All right, lead the way. Oh, <laughs> I'll lead the way. Charge! <laughs> <laughs> so you guys start heading up the stairs. Um, deep gouged marks in the stairs from looks like maybe footprints. Uh, as you're going up, at the top of the stairs, sitting there kind of incongruously, is just a, a there's just a boot sitting there. Dibs. Is there a foot in the boot? Yes, there is a foot in the boot. 
So we found a hand and a boot, and that we just uh, we <laughs> just found two pieces to the. Let's go get Corbett and start putting yeah. this back together. We got to get the rest of the body. As you crest the top of the stairs, you do see that, uh, along with a uh, copious amount of blood around the area, that there's still parts of a shin bone Ugh. and what looks like a foot down into the boot. Let's keep going. Yeah. What else is there? What kind of rooms and stuff? The hallway. Stairs leading to a hallway that goes down. Uh, there's a window at the other end of the hallway. It is broken. Leads out onto a little roof that looks around, looks like for the wraparound porch. Uh, and there is a room off to your left and to your right. There's some end tables. There's with like there's some smashed flower vases. There are some paintings on the wall, pictures. It's a picture of a family smashed on the floor. Um, a photograph that has a man and a woman in it and uh, two kids uh, look like teenagers a boy and a girl which room are you going to go in the one on the right or the left should we go in the room on the right sure Yeah. room on the right Okay. Uh, this door is still intact it's just kind of swinging open uh, or it's it's not closed, so you push it open. Uh, also, the room is in shambles. There's blood. The window's broken. Tattered clothing is around. Uh, you don't see sign of any person in here. I'm gonna do a spot hidden. Yeah, go ahead. Nine. Thirteen. Okay. Um, yeah, you don't see anything uh, aside from what was obvious. The room is pretty shredded. More blood, more claw marks. You don't see a sign of uh, any sign of of life around here. Uh, w- from looking at it, this looks like this was uh, this was probably the girls' room here. From the decorations in here and the things that are inside. Yep. And we we're not seeing an attic in the in this room or in the hallway, right? Or like a trapdoor. No, room you're not. Okay. Just poke your head up when you find it, though. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm gonna do. No, there's there's definitely an attic. And it's it's right above you, and it's open and inviting. There's either a head beast or a lurker. In Stick there. my head up in there with my lizard skin. Oh yes. <laughs> Seth immediately gets his head bit off. <laughs> All right, let's go in that other room. Okay. Uh, you go in the room across the hall. This looks like this was most likely the boys' room. And yeah, it is similarly destroyed. Uh, the bed is broken. Uh, claw marks along the wall, claw marks along the window. The window is broken. Um, more shreds of clothing all over, blood. But you don't see any human remain, remains okay. aside from the blood. Let's do spot hidden. Look under the bed and in the closets success. and whatnot. Success. 25. 70 success. Okay. All right, looking around, you look in the closet. Uh, there's nothing. Uh, alright, well, let's go back out to the hallway, and then is there just the window at the end? Uh, yeah, well, looking, and looking under the bed, you see three severed fingers. He got eaten. He got eaten. Looking at them, they appear to be, uh, they don't look fresh. It looks like this, these have been here for a little while. Is there any way that we could replant them? <laughs> Take your plants. Corbett's backyard. Take him to Corbett's. 
You got to, t- you have to go have another interview with Corbett, and he knows what he's doing with that. All right, let's go search for a cellar. Uh, I guess looking around, you you succeeded on your spot hidden. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. From looking around, and you you know you, you search under the bed, uh, you happen to glance out that back window, and down at the barn, uh, you see that there is a like a storm cellar on the barn back there that has um like the handle of a shovel that's shoved through the door handles on the uh storm cellar so something's keeping it closed yeah Let's go open it. Hey, Tallahassee, go open that door. Oh, I'm going to go open it. (laughs) Yell charge first. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to run downstairs and run out back. We're going to go open that. All right, so you head downstairs. You walk past the boot with a severed foot in it. Um, The broken living room, the broken house, the shambles of what looks like was once a happy home for an isolated farm family as you head out the door and go around the back of the house. The three of you walk back towards the barn, looking around, looking out in the pasture as you are getting close and and looking as you can kind of see inside the barn. Uh, You see blood all over the place. You see remnants of bones. There's some like hooves that are still attached to like the bottom half of to of a leg of what looks like cattle or sheep. Like horns from a cow also. So you head back towards the storm cellar that's off on the right side of the barn that you could see through the window of the upstairs room um yeah and as you get closer you see there's the uh a shovel that's been shoved through the uh the door handles of the uh the storm cellar doors uh should we just open it or should we knock and say hello what do you guys think uh let's just open it okay i have my uh shotgun ready pointed at it yep i'm gonna tallahassee stand ready with both my weapons um you know, a good ten yards from the thing. All right, Tallahassee, go ahead. All right, I got my Colt 45 out. I'm going to pull that shovel off and open the door and shine my flashlight down in. Okay. All right, so you pull the uh, the shovel out from the, uh, from the door handles. You swing it open. It squeaks and creaks very loudly as you throw the doors aside. Uh, you see a wooden, uh, like, stepladder. Steep wooden steps leading down into a, a pitch-black storm cellar that, shining your flashlight in, you can see a few feet down in there as it leads off underneath the barn. Okay, I'm going to announce myself as I descend in. This is Tallahassee Turner. I'm coming down. Friendly. Do not fire. Okay. 
And then do you descend down into the storm cellar? I descend. We follow him. Okay. Alright, you walk down the creaky stairs as you descend down into the storm cellar here. You see some bags off to the side that have been torn open. Look like maybe this is also some kind of a root cellar. Uh, lots of things torn. Bags here kind of ripped to shreds. You don't see the remnants of any uh, more produce, though. Down here. It's open except for down towards the back. There are some beams that are holding up the floor of the barn above. I want each of you guys to roll a listen check. Yeah, just got real. Dang it. 43 out of 20, I failed. Um, I'm going to spend one luck to succeed. I failed. Okay. So, listening, once you guys get down here and you're making the noise that you're making, and maybe we should have done stealth. You hear something moving back behind the wooden pillar near the back of the storm cellar. I whisper, Tallahassee. Yeah. Shine your flashlight over behind that pillar. I shine my flashlight over behind that pillar. I look over towards that pillar. <laughs> okay. Tallahassee, you start creeping your way back to the wooden pillar, the beam. We fan out. Back. As you start flying V. <laughs> Star in a flying <laughs> flying V attack formation swinging around as you start to swing around and get a better view uh, your flashlight does land on something on the ground and once it does for a set it lands on it and then the beam of your flashlight lights it up for a second and then it scoots back behind the pillar again Tallahassee it looked like a foot Gents, that looked like a foot to me. A human foot? Show yourself. Come on, come out into the light. We're friendly. Show yourself. As long as you're not a monster, that is. We're friendly. I'll, I'll save you, Dom. Don't worry. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'll keep you safe. Oh, um, you don't mate. hear any more noise from back there. Just stay behind my diamond skin. Um, is there anything we can throw at it? Hey, stupid. <laughs> How about the shovel? Let's throw the shovel at it. Um, the foot you saw did not look human. I mean, it kind of looked human aside from the long black claws attached to the end of it that you saw for a second before it was pulled out of sight. Let's throw a Molotov cocktail at it. I pull out the flamethrower. <laughs> oh. I have the flamethrower. You pull I out pull the flamethrower. I have the Molotov, so you guys don't have one. So, all right, I, whis I whisper to the guys and I say, guys, I don't, that didn't look fully human. That was a pretty big foot with some claws on it. I think maybe we should caca. Um, it wasn't actually that big. It was kind of small, but it had claws on it. <laughs> <laughs> Bakersfield, um, you do a real good caca. You want caca really loud? Bakersfield, as you caw and caw loudly. <laughs> Be ready. Be ready. Bursting forth from around the edge of the pillar is a creature crawling on all fours that comes scrambling towards you. 
thing is the it is flesh toned like a person but it is it, it, it's the size of maybe a child four feet tall about but is scrambling towards you but it has a leg arms torso shoulders but there is no head on top of these shoulders and as it leans up towards you, you see the black, shark-like eyes set into its shoulders and the huge, open, shark-like mouth as it screeches and lunges towards the three of you, moving faster than you would have really liked it to. See you, fellas. As it Get comes exploding me. towards you out from the darkness. I shoot it in the wiener. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't finish your anatomy research. You don't know where its wiener is. <laughs> uh, you guys all have readied weapons, yeah, don't you? Yeah, yep. yep. we open fire. Okay, who's in front the Flying V that's Tallahassee? Me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I fire I fire my forty-five thrice. Okay. Um, you see this thing screeching towards you. Uh, long black claws extended as it's coming up. It's bringing its huge open mouth with just gigantic teeth. The mouth, the size of the mouth on this creature is so incongruous to the rest of its size. It seems so unnatural. Um, and actually, I'm going to need you guys to all roll a sanity check. Oh, Can we wait no. after we kill the thing? Yeah, let me Perfect <laughs> timing. No. Can we roll with a bonus die? Because we're totally sane. Because we're flying still. V. Shocking. No, I failed. I got a 47 out of 35. I got a 43 out of 37. I wasn't even close. I got a 64 out of, like, 48. All right, you guys are all going to lose one D4. Two. One. Yeah. One. About time I got something lucky. All right, so one, one for Bakersfield. Two for Bakersfield. Okay, two for Bakersfield. One for each of us. Okay. All right, now can we shoot it in the wiener? Yeah, no, you didn't finish the anatomy studies. You don't know where the wiener is. <laughs> well, clearly on the picture that we have. <laughs> Looks can be deceiving. Okay, um, since you guys had ready firearms, I will allow you to go first. Uh, except Tallahassee Turner. Yeah. Uh, sprinting towards you is the long-lost surrogate son of yours, Rondo Corto. As he has his arms open to you for an embrace. He's missed you so much. You thought he was dead. Here he is, finally here to give you a hug. You tried to give him a hug before yesterday, and he was... he didn't want it, but now... now Rondo is here for his hug. Now I'm gonna reject him. As he seeks to embrace you. You rejected my hug! Die! <laughs> Shoot it, Tallahassee. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah, how do I play this? Because my guy kind of knew what was happening at first, but now it's changed, so... Who goes first out of us? Maybe, like, if I shoot first, it'll jar him out of his psychoness. Well, all of you guys failed your sanity checks. So, whenever you fail a sanity check, um... You guys all commit one involuntary involuntary action, such as perhaps a scream or dropping what you are holding. I scream. 
<laughs> so, um, so Tallahassee, mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna give you an option here. You can either make a reality check, and if it, if you succeed, you will have time to maybe get off one shot, or you can just open your arms and let this happen. Uh, Domdrin Card, Aloysius Bakersfield, you guys are both so set off in shock that you are not going to get a shot off this round. Bull crap. Just the sight of this creature and how fast it's moving and finally seeing one of these things in, in life and in motion and seeing just how ferocious and vicious and fast it is uh, has set you off um, into just a split moment of shock. Tallahassee Turner, what are you going to do? So, question about the rules. If I do yep. a reality check, mm -hmm. how like what do I? What's how much sanity do I have to lose if I fail? You will lose one sanity point, but it will immediately induce a bout of madness. Well, I open my arms for a warm embrace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that what you do? Rondo Corto, it's been so long, my friend. Tallahassee, what are you doing? It's my friend, Rondo Corto. All right, so apparently we can't shoot, and Seth, I mean, Tallahassee's about to hug the monster. I'm so. about to hug a shark face with a thousand teeth. Yes. Okie dokie. Domdrin Card and Major Bakersfield, for how shocked you were just a moment ago, you are... Uh, it just leads into even more shock as Tallahassee Turner, instead of shooting the creature, throws his arms open and it pounces on him. <laughs> oh my gosh. It barrels him over and drives him to the ground. The enormous mouth comes snapping down. Look at you. What fun. <laughs> Your sweet little pocket rocket. <laughs> Okay, uh, Tallahassee Turner, it's trying to bite you. Rondo. Um, Rondo, ba no, bad boy. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay, it, uh, it succeeds on one bite as the teeth come clamping down oh. um, on your shoulder. Owie. It tears through your clothing, uh, and you're going to take four damage off of your shield there, Tallahassee Turner. Uh, Major Bakersfield and I can't shoot it anymore, right? I mean... Um, you can shoot it. Uh, but Tallahassee Turner, mm -hmm. you, you, you don't actually feel any pain. You feel pressure of all these tiny little, uh, uh, these pinprick marks or these jagged fence post marks. <laughs> Um, but you actually don't feel any pain, but you feel the pressure of them clamping onto your body. Rondo, what happened to your hands? They feel weird, uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, and you see that almost like that weird oil shimmer kind of go over your body as it happens. Uh, Domdrin Card, you have the higher decks. It's your turn. What would you like to do? Okay, so can I shoot it without taking a penalty die for firing into melee? Or do I have to take a penalty for firing into melee? Yes, you have to take a penalty die. 
Okay, so how about instead I've got my machete ready and I rush forward and I stab it through the side like in the armpit. Okay, yeah, I like that. Okay, do it. Roll your fighting brawl. All right. Make me proud, machete. What are you doing? My good friend, Rondo Corto. Don't stab him. So, Tallahassee, once this happens, this snaps you back into reality because Rondo Corto would never bite you. Uh, hard success. I rolled an 18. Awesome. Okay. Uh... So, Tallahassee, uh, you are slammed back into reality as this is happening, and you have this creature that has tackled you to the ground. It's biting on your shoulder. It's wrapped around you. And you see Dom Drunkard come running up, screaming, and swings a machete right into the back of this creature. All right, roll your damage. Uh, six. Six, nice. Uh, yeah, the thing shrieks Dom Drunkard as the uh, light from Tallahassee Turner's flashlight is spinning as it landed on the ground when he was tackled. It flew out of his hand. It's spinning in the darkness of the root cellar um, as it spins around and flashes on the scene of violence in front of you as this creature is on top of Tallahassee Turner. Uh, You scream, you bring your machete down, it digs deep into the creature's back, and it opens his mouth, letting go of Tallahassee Turner for a moment as it shrieks in pain, and dark blood pours out from the large gas you've just given it in its back. Major Bakersfield, what do you do? Drom Drunkar just ran in and attacked this creature with a machete. Tallahassee Turner is struggling with it underneath it on the ground as the flashlight spins and spins and flash and flashes, giving a stroboscopic effect in this underground, dark root cellar. Well, I have pretty high firearms. Should I shotgun blast it? Yes, shotgun blast it while it's hugging Tallahassee and I'm standing over with it. It let go of me. Yeah, let go of him. I mean, you guys are still right there. I I assume I'll take a penalty. I have a trench knife. I could run up and gut it as well. I would suggest you trench knife it. Yeah, but then we're all going to be close quarters combat with this thing. Yeah, but you've got to take a penalty. And I don't know how that shotgun would work. I mean, I guess we can't really discuss. This is combat. shotgun? Well, like, can I run up point blank and blast it? I guess you could do that. Like Pete stabbed it. Um, yes, you can do that. You would get a penalty die for firing into combat, but since you're running up at point blank range you would negate that penalty die. So you would just get a straight roll on it. Okay, going for it. I run up. So if you fumble, if you fumble, you will hit either Dom Drunkard or Tallahassee Turner. Is that 96? I've got 75 on my shotgun. So 96 or above. If you fumble, you will hit Tallahassee Turner or Dom Drunkard. Okay, I'll point it more towards uh, Tallahassee. As I run up, I stick the gun right up against the monster point blank in the okay. direction of and Tallahassee. To, it's struggling, it's moving, it's screaming, it's wrestling with Tallahassee Turner. Aloysius Bakersfield, you run up, screaming, flashbacks to fighting in the trenches, and you jam this, you try and jam this shotgun right up against its body. Pull the trigger, roll the dice. Kick it in the nards! <laughs> K, 
kick it in the nards. Shark Man doesn't have nards. Ninja kick the damn rabbit. <laughs> it actually doesn't. It's a smoothie. Down All right, there. I rolled a hard success. 27 out of 75. Okay. All right. You do not fumble. You do not fail. The shotgun blast goes off as you pull the trigger right up against the creature's body. That's going to be 4d6. I rolled three twos and a six. <laughs> okay, so Dom Drunkard, you have your machete buried into the back of this creature. You're trying, you're moving, you're trying to pull it back out. Tallahassee, you're wrestling with it. Um, it shrieks and pulls back, and you shove it off of you for a second, Tallahassee Turner. As Major Bakersfield has enough time to run in, and he jams the shotgun right between the large shark eyes and pulls the trigger. shotgun explodes in this tight, confined space, uh, sending a ringing in all of your ears. And... But in a spray of blood and fire explodes and blasts the creature off of you, Tallahassee Turner, as it flies across the room, skidding in the dirt away from you, blood spraying everywhere. And as you watch, it shrieks in pain and convulses for a second and then goes still in the dirt as blood flows out from its various wounds in the dirt around you. Tell the butthole monster we say hello. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and then after it dies... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Buster Jones. Uh, do we in the truck hear the shotgun blast? Yeah, you guys hear all these gun, all this gunfire going off as soon as it starts. That was the first gunshot. Yeah, the gunshot. You guys in the truck are sitting there pouring <laughs> over these notes when you hear a loud shotgun blast. From somewhere behind. Do they house. hear the? <laughs> and then a somewhat quieter. <laughs> Tallahassee, you, as you climb to your feet, the flashlight is now slowing and slowing from its spin. As the beam comes to rest on the creature lying motionless now, the silhouette of Dom Drunkard standing aside, machete held in his hand, blood dripping off the end. Major Aloysius Bakersfield crouched down in a fighting position with his shotgun held low and ready for another blast. Tallahassee Turner, you walk forward, you look down at the creature laying on the ground. Enraged and upset at the fact that it punched all these holes in your beautiful leather jacket and the fact that it could have tricked you into thinking it was Rondo. He's gone. He's not coming back, and you know that. But also, neither is this thing. As you empty your Colt 45 into it, six shots, flashes of it illuminate your face and the nightmare that is below you.
everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. This is Peter. You might know me better as Dominic Druncard or as the voice of reason on the greatest actual play podcast on the airwaves. If you like the show as much as we like making it, please leave us a five-star review and tell your friends about us. Check us out at patreon.com forward slash the Arkham Files. We have a lot of cool bonuses over there for our subscribers. Thanks again for being an Arkham Files listener. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.